Which one is the girl with the reddish-brown hair? I asked. I tried to glance casually in that direction like I was just checking out the cafeteria. She was still staring at me, but not gawking like the other kids had today. She had this frustrated expression I didn't understand. I looked down again. That's Edith. She's hot, sure, but don't waste your time. She doesn't go out with anyone. Apparently none of the guys here are good enough for her. Jeremy said sourly, then grunted. I wondered how many times she'd turn him down. I pressed my lips together to hide a smile. Then I glanced at her again. Edith. Her face was turned away, but I thought from the shape of her cheek that she might be smiling, too. I've learned so far. Okay. Um, Lace is for girls. Monty Python is for boys. These are just the things that hold our society together. Red apples, girls. Green, green apples, apples, boys. Um, girls are clumsy. Boys have obsessive clumsy. compulsion. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, girls marinate steaks. Boys give the marinade. I think it was just kind of... Just broiled. I think it was just kind of wet. I think he dunked it. No, we'll he didn't we'll, even marinate. He just said he stuck it in the broiler. No, we'll look. We'll look at the text. Okay. Uh, um. Uh oh. Single dads are always single dads. Single moms are always single moms. And there's no changing that because that's just what the '80s were like. Yes, and I also think it's important to say that girls are religious. Yes. And boys love Jules Verne. Love early 20th century science fiction fantasy. And that's all I've. Learned so that's far. the that's our gender roundup. That's gender, gender roundup, roundup roundup recap. Um, some other things. I guess we've learned that Charlie and Renee don't exist on a binary. They live outside of gender. Sure. Um, which is impressive. Good for them. Um, I also feel like it should be noted that everyone has gotten hotter. This book, everyone <laughs> has gotten a glow up. Um, speaking of this book and glow up and hi. This is Edward is a Vampire. Oh, wow. We didn't introduce that. This is... Uh, welcome back, our listeners who have missed us, whispering in their ears for a little welcome bit. Welcome to Edith is a Vampire. I, I guess, guess I have to change the vampire lips in our logo to green. Or, you know, pink and girl. Give my lashes. Give the lips eyelashes. No, green, like the apple. Yeah, but I'm thinking, you know, in cartoons where they just give a dog eyelashes. Yeah, but I don't like that. Okay, well, I don't, I don't, like, I, I don't like the supernatural uh, infecting the minds of our youth. Whoa. Yeah, I'm taking a big anti-Twilight stance <laughs> <laughs> once we got to the spinoff. Who's Edith, you may ask? Wow, we have a lot to share. We have so much to share, you guys. Wow. How, how have you been, Chris? Um, well, you live with me, so you kind of know, so I don't think I, don't, I have to recap I here. don't know where I am. Oh, we're stuck in Stephanie Meyer's hell. Oh, and we share a two-bedroom apartment there. Yeah, and we're trying to, you know, repay some sort of pay penance somehow. To escape it. And it will never work. No, because Big there's secret, it'll never there's work. still more ahead. Um I did catch myself while reading this book thinking they should make this one into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> this book that we're reading is the reason we started the podcast in the very beginning. This is Stephanie Myers, Life and Death. This is an actually written by Stephanie Meyer. This is stamp of approval. And published by Little Brown. 
gender swapped Twilight. With an asterisk. Gender swapped. Is a girl, Edith. Yes. Bella is a boy, Beaufort. But he goes by Bo. Bo. Um, I feel like we should we should read some of Stephanie's insane letter. We didn't talk about this beforehand, but don't oh. you think that there are things to say? Yeah, like, like, oh, I'll read the blurb real fast to get everyone caught up. Sure. Um, this is just, you know, the thing Stephanie thinks you need to know before you get into this. Again, this is Life and Death, Twilight Reimagined, 10th Anniversary Edition. She released this 10 years after Twilight when she said, I need more money for my new compounds pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. There are two sides to every story. You know Bella and Edward, semicolon. Now get to know Bo and Edith. I just want to say, are those the two sides of Twilight? Bella and Edward? No, Bella and Edward versus Bo and Edith. It's not the other side of the story. Yeah. That's Edward's it's a, It's as if they said, you know, there's two sides of every story. You know Godzilla, now meet Kong. It's like saying, <laughs> but that would be fine if you were talking about I know. So this suggests that Bella and Edward and Bo and Edith exist in a in story the together. Same story. Yeah, I was going to say it's like saying every there are two sides to every story. You know Romeo and Juliet now meet Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. <laughs> okay. Pretty good. Thank you. Uh, in celebration of the 2015 10th anniversary of Twilight, we're a little late. Comes Stephanie Meyer's Life and Death. A generous um, assumption from the editor here. Mm. A bold <laughs> and compelling reimagining of the iconic love story, questionable, that will surprise and enthrall readers. Okay. It has surprised and It has surprised, and I'll get to you on if it enthralled me or not. Um, so basically, Stephanie writes this long note about how she has, across the board, swapped. Because she maintains that it would make no difference in the story. If the if the vampire was a girl. She really let the trolls get to her, and she said, everyone keeps saying that this story's bad for girls and Bella's bad. Well, I'll just swap it and make Bella a boy, and, and you'll I'll see. Prove it. And you'll see the story's perfectly fine. And, and if Bella's bad, then this boy's bad. So So we're gonna see if her thesis holds up. She talks about how there are um, a few exceptions. Charlie and Renee stay Charlie and Renee. Uh, because she has decided that in this made-up world where vampires exist, uh, courts in 2005 just wouldn't just wouldn't give a father custody. Yeah, she really tried to make some case for why it wouldn't make sense for Bella to... It makes it's, sense it's, for it's, Edward's single vampire father to raise him. It makes sense that in 2005 they would let this 23-year-old adopt four... Yeah, adults exactly. legally or whatever. Um, and then the ex- other exception is like nonsense people. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. No, she just said in she the end she wants justice for these side characters. We have yet to know who they are. I don't know what justice it's needs to be so served. Mysterious. Um, and then she does some math for us because we know this is a math podcast. I love this part. So. She she breaks down um the changes that she made. She says five percent. Uh, I made because Bo is a boy. Which suggests to her the difference between boys and girls is only 5%. So you know that she thinks that the wage gap is within that 5% margin of error, therefore non-existent. Um, the, that 5%, the S that you tag on to he. <laughs> right. Um, 5% are of changes. 5% of the changes were because Bo's personality developed slightly differently. 
Um, he's OCD and not so flowery with words. And he's not as angry. Sure. What's so funny is like even starting this, it reads as a fan fiction disclaimer at the top. So I just wrote this for me and my friends. I made these changes because that's why I like them. So if you don't like them, I guess you can just get out. It's crazy that we're, I, I I can't impress upon the readers enough that this is a real thing that Stephanie wrote. I also, it's, it's, it feels like feel so feel fake. The need to keep emphasizing that this is an actual. We both have you can a buy copy it in our hands. It is written by Stephanie Meyer. I. It's baffling. It's like if uh, Suzanne Collins went back to Hunger Games and said, this time... Oh, God, it would be so <laughs> bad. <laughs> this time Katniss is a boy and his name is going to be Catstuffer. And you know what? It's not like if J.K. Rowling did it because that would be loaded with a whole bunch of other problems. <laughs> she would say, I don't understand what you mean. <laughs> that the gender can be different. A hundred percent of the changes I made are because <laughs> Bo is a boy. Seventy um, percent of the changes Stephanie Meyer made is because... Uh, she was allowed to do a new editing. So she got to fix every word that has bothered me. And it was glorious. I like how she said, I was allowed to do new editing. As if her publisher, she thought her publisher would say, we're going to let you do this, but you can't write or edit any of it. <laughs> Pretty fun. Um, she says 10% of the changes were things that I wish I had done the first time, but that hadn't occurred to me at the time. So I guess she was like, oh, I want to retcon things. But I didn't realize until I wrote the third book that I wish I wrote it differently in the first. Five percent are mythology issues, by which she means she just totally make, made canonical mistakes. Yeah, she just decided, she went back and, and made mistakes. And so we probably pointed that, out. Oh yeah, probably the way visions work are nonsense. Yeah, she also says um, as she wrote Midnight Sun, she realized she made mistakes, so she implemented those um, patch notes into this version of Twilight. Uh, and then there's five percent. She says. That she made each for a different and no doubt selfish reason. She makes it sound like she's such an important writer. She Just because you're rich a writer doesn't mean you're an important or interesting writer. I hate I, to drag you to the mud here, Steph. I just like read that letter and honestly it was filled with such excitement. <laughs> because unbridled thinking of what what is this experiment and how did she do it? Uh, she seems to have stepped forward with such confidence. But also she talks so much about she's like, I don't want to go back to that time. It stresses me out so much to think about going to my babies. But then she's done this and she released one from Edward's point of view. And I she's going to release more of them from, I guess, Edward's time. point of view later. So, like, we're never going to be out of this because she's like, oh, I can write these. It takes me one summer and I get a lot of money. So yeah. good for her, I guess. But I mean, listen, from this, I could have gender swapped Twilight. She pretty much does no changes except my favorite change, which we'll get into at the very beginning. Every so often as I'm reading this, I go, I, I recognize this three these three sentences mm -hmm. and I'm upset that I do. Mm -hmm. But then I'm also like, I'm upset that she was able to print a book just changing a few things around <laughs> <laughs> and she reaped it millions of dollars from this. Did she, what do you think, think she made millions of dollars? From oh, I think she, her advance Certainly. on the her oh, advance on this alone advance. probably was like a million bucks. Because I was, I don't know how this book was like works. what seven bucks for us. Yeah, but this and thing, it's not long after six years. Twilight selling for more than seven sure. bucks. So if look um, to our friends who listen who are in the publishing biz who know anything about how let these deals know. are structured, let us know what this would be like. Also, everything about her career is so I opaque. Hope that the artist who just changed the apple color from red to green made as much money. Oh, good point. The person who designed this cover and had to photograph it, I, I hope that they were paid $100,000. Truly, 
the icon. <laughs> without this, there would be nothing. <laughs> Twilight is nothing <laughs> without this apple. Chris, um, I think we should get matching tattoos. I'll get the red apple. You can get the green No, one. I, you know I don't like green apples. Fine, I'll get the green one. I love green apples. It's, we're gender swapping the tattoo. Yeah, back. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's get into it oh my this has been a long intro with no fun banter from us no catch up the fun is in the text this is um you remaining to be seen because i have thoughts on uh how, how this all goes down and i can't believe oh my gosh let's get into i can't it. believe we're doing chapters why can't why can't this just be one let me go okay we'll be right back <laughs> Um, hi, welcome to Sparkle Notes. Welcome back. This is where we do the summarizing of what happened. Um, this, the, If you've read the first three chapters of Twilight, you know exactly what happened. Uh, but this time, it's a boy who goes to Forks from his home in uh, Phoenix because now he's going to live with his dad. He has to go to a crummy new high school. He goes to the high school and there are mysterious hot people. And then when he goes to biology class... The hottest one of all is his science partner, but she looks like she wants to kill him. And then she's not at school the next day. And he's like, oh, I must stink so bad. It drove this kid to, to walk into a lake. I'm so like, nervous. I, I, I should just stop thinking about her eyes and her hair and her perfect skin Boobies. and her lips. And um, <laughs> then <laughs> she comes back and saves his life from a car. And then he's like, okay, you're a superhero. And she goes, no, I'm not. Shut up. Shut up. Okay. And that's how these chapters end. You know it. You, you're familiar. You know it. You love it. It's the first act of the Twilight movie. But gender swap. But boys be girls. But BBG. All right. Put your BBGs on. Let's talk about it. Okay, Chris. Yeah. You know, I have to go back to where this podcast began. Okay, um, take, take us back. I'm assuming we're in a booth somewhere. Yes, we're in a very important recording booth at WNYC Studios. All right. Um, and all of our famous friends are around This us. is where they laid us off for being too popular and overshadowing everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we sat down and I said, here are the first two things we learn about Bella Swan. Her favorite shirt is Lace Lacey. Islet, mm-hmm. and she loves, loves the, the sun. sun. So I would love to start here with Beaufort Swan. Yes, the first, our hero. The first two things we learn about Bo is that his favorite shirt is a Monty Python shirt from Target. <laughs> <laughs> We steer, we veer away from reality so fast when Stephanie's first choice and how boys and girls are different is that this boy who's like uh, a junior in high school has a Monty Python t-shirt. It is literally the third sentence. (laughs) It's so soon. My mom drove me to the airport with the windows rolled down. Though it was January everywhere else, it was 75 everywhere else. (laughs) It's January. It's January everywhere. It was 70 degrees in Phoenix and the sky was bright blue. Well, happy 70 degree first. I had my on my favorite t-shirt, a Monty Python one with swallows and the coconut that mom got me two Christmases ago. The swallows and the coconut. It didn't fit anymore, but that didn't matter. (laughs) That's also her take on boys is that they don't care their clothes don't fit, which Um, I don't know. And yes, he loves the sun. And he loves the sun. Here's here's my first take on him is maybe it's because uh, I also was a too tall 
a high school boy. Didn't wear Monty Python t-shirts, but I watched a lot of it when I was like in eighth grade, I guess. So he's a little immature, I have to say. (laughs) But I am endeared to him more immediately than I am Bella. I have to say, um, along those same lines, I am much more willing to believe that he is hot than I am to believe that Bella is hot. Walking around the school, this like tall, mysterious new guy seems hotter to me. That's so funny because I thoroughly disagree. <laughs> I think he's but cute. He's so but... neurotic. He's yeah, precious. Yeah, but Bella's hot in a mysterious way. He's weird. No, she's not. She has hair down to her waist and she wears long khaki skirts. Good point. Good point. At least this guy's wearing a t-shirt. No yeah. One thought she was You're hot. so right. Yeah. This guy is wearing t-shirts and he's a little clumsy and he's got an old car and he's neurotic about his scub- school scub 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 subjects. What? His school subjects. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, he's cute. Um, but a way to sketch a character stuff. Wow. Bo here. We I kind of know everything that his I know all of his deal. Yeah. So soon. Uh I am honestly, well I guess we'll talk about this in a bit. The fact that Charlie and Renee are not gender swapped. What a, what a silly choice to me. Um, other changes that I like. Yeah. Um, I find the mic equivalent much more charming as well. Yeah. The mic is now, who knows what her name is? Michaela. Michaela, probably. Much less annoying and more like a fun friend. Yeah. Also because Bella's so angry all the time at any attention <laughs> meanwhile Bo is more like everyone's kind of following me around he's but like i think she might be into me but i sort of think that other girl's hotter oh well i'll think <laughs> about it more later oh <laughs> well, i guess i'll deal with that at another time um, it is weird to be reading a ya book with so little angst this character does no. things roll off him maybe that maybe that's why i like him i'm like ah, yeah. oh, like me an oblivious high schooler just me like a life Happens and I'm walking through it. Yeah, like he's a little stressed sometimes. Because he's like, I moved to a new town and I'm stressed out by the hot girl who is looking at me weird. But he's like, yeah, you know, what if? It started raining. Don't don't love the rain, but you know, that's life. I don't really want to be in a snowball fight, so I'm going to walk inside now. Yeah, she doesn't like. Bella is like, the snow was here to make me cry all night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah this this kid mostly um is head down let's get to the finish line that said kid being the operative word here he seems younger than bella bella does seem like an old soul this guy seems exactly like told, a 17 year old we've been told he seems like an old soul really he wears monty python shirts yeah so he's a normal 17 no and when he says oh i went home to my divorced dad and he still have pictures of my mom up it made me uncomfortable when bella said that i thought yeah, I guess because like you feel like your dad hasn't moved on. When he says that, I think it's like, oh, because you, you you yourself haven't processed what it means to be in this family. <laughs> <laughs> he seems not as thoughtful as, as Bella. Yeah, I uh, agree. Yeah. Odd choice, I think, for Stephanie to explicitly give him OCD, but then like not actually explore that at all. It's, 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 it's offensive. It's said, it's said multiple times. I'm more OCD about these things. I'm a bit more OCD than Charlie. Maybe that's what a teen would say, but she's an adult who can choose to write this or not. And I don't think she means it in a way she, where she's like, oh, this kid's talking, like, you know, casually. I think she yeah. really thinks, oh, he has diagnosed obsessive compulsive disorder. <laughs> which you would, I think we would see more of yeah. um, throughout. But we don't. Um, she also puts the date at the beginning of the book. Did you notice this? That was a weird addition. Chris, this is weird. Like it's a That was an editing thing that she decided now. Or do you think later as we go on, we're going to see more? No. 
Because I, it's already been a week and we haven't seen it. I know, but do you think at some point it's I'll gonna... flip through right now. Vamp. Vamp, Chris. Vla! Welcome to Vlad's Tinctures, Potions, and Other Things. I got <coughs> everything for you. <coughs> okay. I'm sorry. I can't use any of this perfect audio now. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Okay. Well, I mean, she made a choice and then didn't stick with it even within the re-edit. It's bonkers. It's like, it's January 17th, 2005. My mom was driving me to the airport. That's a diary. This book isn't. No, it's not. Oh, well. I think it's funny that um, one of the people she kept the same gender isn't the person who hits Bo with the car. She went ahead and swapped Tyler. Yeah, Tyler became... Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Just a total unnecessary uh, addition, but sure, why not? Control F Tyler to Taylor, I guess. Um, What are some things you wish hadn't changed? Oh, one last thing I did like was making Dr. Cullen... Dr. Cullen, a hot, hot girl, doctor. hot young woman doctor. Great thing to bring up. She is incredibly hot. She's like a Grey's Anatomy doctor. I mean, so was original Carlisle. Carlisle but this but her, so. well, her name, Carmella or something. I don't know. Um, but I love that when Charlie gets just as mad and is just as defending her instead of the, like, because the, the easier choice there, I think, would be for Carl for Charlie to be like, yeah, she and her family, good for the town. And like move the, but he's like, she's a damn good doctor. We need that doctor in this town. Yeah, it's the same defense he had for <coughs> Carlisle one point zero. Indeed. Um, but that also that brings up um, a con, I think. Oh, is unfortunately by swapping the gender, she being Stephanie Meyer, I think has made Twilight a much more straight book. Mm. Well, yeah, because now. It seems like Charlie's in love with girl doctor. Mm-hmm. He's in love with Jacob's mom. Yeah. But my argument is he she by doing this is making Twilight even gayer. That's the thing. Because the fact that we're confirming that all that changes is the essentially physical sex of these characters that it seems like they might, were probably in love all along. Yeah, the thing, the, the fact that she can make Twilight straighter by yes. by by the uh, inverse property <laughs> says original OG Twilight, pretty gay. I'm pretty excited to see um, perfect father loving stay at home dad. Okay, vampire. that's dream daddy. Yeah, vampire dream daddy dad. Vampire. That's pretty that good. This doctor turned into a vampire to be a loving stay at home. Dilf. Oh, good for him. I sorry, I'm, I'm opening my book to look up because remember when Bella first sees a vampire, she's like, all of them are hot, even the girls. I, yes, this is a crazy change. I think he, I said okay, this when yeah. I first read. I was a little ahead of you, and I said, get ready because it's nonsense. Because that was the first clue that Bella was not 100 on the straight and narrow. Yes, Bella says about um, she's like, I couldn't decide. This is a direct quote. I'm not reading. I just have it memorized. I couldn't decide. This who is was so the sad. Most beautiful. The, you know, bombshell blonde or the youngest one with red hair. Right. Meaning Rosalie and Edward. Bo says, a lot of people probably would have thought that, I think his name's Royal? There's Royal. The movie star blonde guy was the hottest, but this girl was clearly the most beautiful or whatever. Right. He basically, like, briefly glanced like, oh, yeah, he's a hot jock, but, Mm -hmm. like, not in the way that Bella really assesses. The beauty of the, of, of the girls. Which I think 
solidly confirms Bella as definitely bi. Oh, yeah. What Stephanie Meyer would say is that girls notice things differently. Different. But but no, no. Stephanie couldn't keep herself from telling us that Bella (laughs) thinks about how gorgeous Rosalie is all the time. I don't think we'll ever hear Bo other than saying, like, yeah, objectively. He's He's a a strong guy. guy. Yeah, Yeah, he he works out more than me, but... (laughs) Uh, poor Bo. Other things I'm excited about? Yeah. Um, the boy friendship between boy Alice and Bo. Boy the Alice is just like... fun boy friendship. Punker, punker boy. Yeah. Uh, who... We had a really hard time putting the names we of the vampires do. together. Maybe we need to shift away from thinking about who they were and just think about who they are. I don't think we can. I don't think so. I don't think we can. <laughs> because this book is like a copy-paste job. There's no way to separate them in your mind once you've read them both. And also, like, how else am I going to go? How else am I going to stop from going insane? I if not by comparison. Let me, I'll pull up a chart. A chart. Yeah, someone definitely has made this. We can take a, we can take a brief break. And when we come back, I'll, we'll try and quiz each other on which ones are which. Okay. Okay. So. This is a clock. I'm glad we're back doing the podcast yeah. so Maggie can come back from break and go, okay. Okay, so, um, Chris. Yes. I'm going to say the This is also a, a classic setup for Maggie, like, like late Alex Trebek, <laughs> to have all the answers and rub it in my face when I don't know them. I'm going to say the normal name. Okay. And you're going to just guess what the new name is. Okay, I think I can kind of, I kind of get it. Okay. I mean, I've read the books, but uh, let's see. Here we see. go, Bella. Oh, that's Bo. Edward. That's Edith. Jacob. Okay, this is gonna be. Um, I'm gonna say Jamel. You think that Stephanie named girl Jacob Jamel? Yeah, or Jacob. <laughs> okay, Julie. Julie. Okay, okay, Julie's kind of a hot name. Okay, from Carlisle to Carla. Corinne. Okay, unnecessary. Um, Esme. Oh, that's Ernest. To Ernest, hate to say. Hate to see it. Um, not a hot name at all. Alice? Ernest, the hot dad. I don't think I can do it. Alice. Was it just Alex? I wish. Okay. Archie. Archie Riverdale. <laughs> bing 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 bing. No, that's what I thought I was singing the, the Riverdale theme. What I is it? The Riverdale theme is like, bing, bing. No, that you did the first part of the NBC tag mixed with the HBO. <laughs> okay, it is kind of like the Twilight. You were all yeah. right. It's like, bing, ding, 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 You got it. Okay, wow. Okay, Emmett. Emmett turns to... Um, uh, Amelia with an E. Eleanor. Okay. Oh yeah, they're old timey names. Who's like a buff? Whose line is it anyway? Soccer player. It's confusing. Uh, like lacrosse. She's like a lesbian. Like soccer. Player. Oh yeah, yeah, She's yeah. She's like yeah. buff and uh, Bo keeps saying it's weird to see a guy with an arm around her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rosalie to Royal. Yes. Jasper to Jasmine. Jessamine. Okay, I was close. Jessamine, let's scrap it. Remember, let's put another 5% to change the names to good ones. Do we think that Jessamine also fought in the 
Confederate Civil War. Yeah, I think just to just cross dress into the <laughs> army. Just I mean also said I do you know those, I do want to fight for the South, unfortunately. You know those hero stories about women cut their hair short, fought for the Union Army or whatever. Sure. Do you think Jessamine did that for the Confederate Army? Yeah, and I think... Um, Do you think Jessamine's covered in hot scars? Okay. Here's the thing. It's like such a crime that Alice didn't stay Alice to meet girl Jasper. I, I'm like, of all the switches, that yeah. is offensive to me. Yeah. I was just thinking, oh, remember when Alice like sees Jasper like, in a vision and then goes to that bar and meets him? Wow. Imagine if that was scar-covered Jessamine. And you already made Alice so tomboyish anyways. I know. Just Why do it? give us this one. We have to write it. Okay. We'll write it's, oh, so gay it's, twilight. So it's life and death. Daylight, we'll call it. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> definitely has written that. Let's put it on Amazon. We'll call it life and death, honey. I do not want to. Okay, yeah, if we're hosting drag brunch in Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, Billy. That is, okay, listeners, if we do that, one, congrats to us, a steady gig. Yeah. Two, uncongrats to us because that is a certain sort of bad death. Billy turns to... Uh, Bobby with an I. Bonnie. Oh, I was, was, close. I was close. Jessica to J- just Jam. Jeremy. <laughs> um, which I have, some, I have some thoughts about Jeremy, and it's that he's a fucking incel. He sucks. Okay, I forgot all of his lines. So. Jeremy sucks. Jessica rocks. Long live Jessica. Okay. Angela. Well, I mean, when we first met Jessica in the first book, we were kind of like, what a C-word. Yeah, because she's like so crazy fun. Uh, yeah. Who do we think the corn silk hair bitch is going to be? Oh, her name was like Lauren. Yeah. So it's going to be, you know, Laurent. Lomax. <laughs> Lomax. My D&D character, Lomax. Angela. Uh, that's probably what? Can it just be Angel? Alan. Alan! <laughs> Alan! Mike to... Michaela, which Tyler. I thought was a great... Mike to Michaela is good because I think Michaela is a name that I'd be annoyed having to hear a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler to... Taylor. Uh-huh. Lauren. <laughs> Lauren! The Michaela switch really got um, our live studio audience. Okay, sorry. Lauren does get a switcheroo. Great. Lauren is going to turn... I'm going to, again, say... Uh, what, Logan. Logan. Wow. You nailed it. Um, Eric to Erica. Rachel and Rebecca. Are these just like these random are just friends? Jacob's older brothers. Or Jacob's older sisters change. Why do we need to know them? I don't think they're even mentioned in the first Maybe time. they're vaguely mentioned. He's like, oh, my sister. <laughs> they change to Adam and Aaron. Sure. Ben. Oh, who dates Angela? Why is it Benny change changes to Becca? Connor. Do you know who Connor is in the original Twilight? Hey, you know when I think of Twilight, I think of Bella, I think of Jacob, and I think of Connor. Connor Corinne. To Kyleen. Colleen. No, I like Kyleen. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Kyleen. Oh. Lee. Do you remember Lee from Twilight? Lee. Is that a werewolf? Nope. Attends. Bo's High School. Lee. Comes Leah. Leanne. Le- okay, imagine being a teen named Leanne at that point. Okay, Gotta guys. change it. Um, <laughs> Samantha changes to Sean. Sam, the werewolf, changes to Samantha. Um, so she Sam, adds to Samantha. Sam is described as Julie's older friend. Ooh. What? James 
is changed to Joss. Is Joss a girl's name? Not that I traditionally like think of it. Whedon. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's a. Maybe they didn't. Maybe she just changed the name of him and uh, kept it as Victoria a man. Victoria to Victor. So probably didn't keep Joss as a man. Good point. They are lovers, and Stephanie and famously Laurent turns to Lauren. Uh, why not make it also like a kind of a Frenchy name? Uh, Lauren. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lauren, I know some of our listeners love it when we do our French accent. Yes, fond profond, li fond profond, Laurent, listen, Chris. Yes. What do you want to talk about on this podcast now? Oh. I forgot what we talk about. Oh, we're not starting a new podcast right now. Yes, it is called Live and Dead, the French Twilight Story, 10 years later. Okay, this one is about the Eiffel Tower and the Tour de France. They fall in love. They fall in love. <laughs> but the problem is the Eiffel one Tower. One is like Sunday Berlin. One is a building. Yes, the building cannot move. It is very hard for a non-physical race. To fall in love with a physical building. Do you know what the third love, love interest is? Leaning Tower of Pisa. Oh, no. Well, that is, that's when they come in for their international fight. Uh, okay. No, as you can see, the French Riviera. Uh, the curves like the Dula Hans. They fit together. And uh, he says, listen, you are a race. I am a river. We go together. And then boats the, oh. can race on me. Tour de France, you can turn into boats. Say what I am. Say it. I will tower. Then they run up. Who? The Eiffel Tower and the Tour de France. Who runs up? My bill when I go to Target can't go in on just buy one thing. <laughs> oh! Guys, we're really up on TikTok trends these days. I gotta tell you, every single TikTok trend turns into try to go into Target to buy just one thing. I've seen every single TikTok trend that. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna propose a hot break, and then we're gonna get back, I think, with our gender studies class. Can't wait. Yep. Okay, class is in session. Here's the thing. We're gonna be talking about this every time we have an episode. So we're gonna maybe have to hold each other to not repeating this too many times. But I feel like there's just no way to talk about this book without talking about what Stephanie's trying to do. What drove her to do this? If something is successful, it's impossible to, I think, exist in the world and read this book and not think, what is being said and why? Because there's she. Even if she intends it or not, she's saying something about her characters, uh, the story. And she explicitly basically says, I was criticized because everyone thinks Bella is a weak damsel. I'll just, I'll, yeah. I'll read from her. This is her words herself. You know, Bella has always gotten a lot of censure, funny word, for getting rescued on multiple occasions. And people have complained about her being a damsel in distress. I don't know who says this. I also think like. That's not my problem with The her. people, I think Stephanie is being an idiot. Um, no! And like talking to people that haven't really read or engaged with the, her books right. because we've now read them. I don't think Bella's really a damsel. There's plenty of bad things to say about the character and the writing of these books, but Bella is does oh. <clears throat> well over. She her advocates share of for things. herself and she yeah. makes choices. Um, well, Stephanie addresses this in the next sentence. My answer to that has always been that Bella is a italics. Human in distress. 
<laughs> a normal human being surrounded on all sides by people who are basically superheroes and supervillains. She's also been criticized for being too consumed with her love interest, as if that's somehow just a girl thing. But I've always maintained that it would have made no difference if the human were male Edward's and the vampire female. With her. Yeah. It's still the same story. Gender and species aside, Twilight has always been a story about magic and obsession and frenzy of first love. There isn't much difference at all between a female human in love with a male vampire and a male human in love with a female vampire. What an insane thing to say because Why not just say boy there and girl? is a difference. And yeah. also This is like I'm colorblind, but I'm genderblind. Yeah. Writing. It's just um it's silly to say the differences are how the people around them perceive them. Just say that, Stephanie. Yeah. But she she can't even get over that hump so of what, it, what gender means. It's not going to change anything, which isn't true. We know that it's going to change things. Because she told us percentage point by percentage point. That oh. it changes 100% of things. <laughs> well, only 5% because he's a boy. The rest is her own mania, apparently. So, uh, it's just odd. So let's talk about it. Yeah. Especially because the first book, she's so, uh, uh, was so focused, like the end of a Shakespearean comedy, on yeah. these rigid uh, forms which boys and girls and love has to go into. So then she's like, I'm going to swap it, but just... Uh, Keep it mostly the same Mostly otherwise. the exact same. I'm going to swap it in the most black and white terms so that I don't have to deal with any of the gray area that comes from being a writer. Yeah. So I think... The way we have to approach this, let me know if you agree, is that... I love this round table. We have to talk about it like, okay, how do our perceptions of these characters change yeah, based that, on the things that have changed? Yeah, while I was reading, I was thinking, I pretty quickly slipped away thinking about, like, why did she even do this? Although we're talking about that now. Mm. I'm mostly thinking about, how is this different in my mind and how I assume things about these characters as if I read it for the first time? I think that's the more or like, interesting like, how do they interact with each other in a way that's... Even though it's the same words, it still, like, has a different um, connotation for the things that they do. Agree. Here's my case in point. I yeah. said this off mic. In the original book, Edward saves Bella from a truck hitting her. Mm-hmm. And then Bella's in the hospital and she's like, I saw you... Like, stop a truck with your bare hand. What was that? And Edward's like, don't ask questions. Don't ask questions. Leave me alone. Bella's pissed off because she's like, you're not. You're treating me like an idiot. I don't like being treated like an idiot. Why'd you even save me? So we were like, yeah, Edward's a freaking creep. Bella, stand up for herself. Yeah. The exact same scenario happens in this book. But this time, Edith is a girl vampire. She saves uh, Bo. And then in the hospital, they had the same conversation. But as I was reading, I was like, honestly, I trust Edith. <laughs> I was like, I want to, I would trust her. And I'm not, it could be also because like, Bo is not as like mad, quote unquote, it's also as a Bella. Shorter, it's a shorter conversation. Yeah. I don't, it feels shorter, at least. I, I think so. compare them. But it seems like they exchange a couple lines. And, and she I makes heard, it clear, like, you're not going to talk about this. You should trust me. Don't talk to me. Yeah. And she just basically straight up says, no one's going to believe you. They're, they'll think you're crazy. And then Bo's like, well, I'm not going to tell anyone. And she's like, bye. Yeah. But yeah, you're like, Bo, shut up and listen to Edith. <laughs> because also there's a huge difference because, again, we're people who live in the world yeah. between reading about a man telling he's a, telling a girl, no one's going to believe you, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> then listening to this this woman say, don't tell anyone, this is for your safety, no one's going to believe you. Yeah. Like, yeah. In that scenario, there's like a whole, it, there's a different implied power structure. Yeah. There's, it's interesting because there's also a way in which, I think 
not only are we perceiving there to be less gaslighting, I think there also actually is less in the writing. Now here, at this point in our Twilight podcast, we were talking about how Edward has to, by nature of being a magical vampire, do some level of gaslighting that's built in. Because he can't have a secret exposed. So Edith is doing that amount, but she's not doing it, like, as much? I think so, and I think also Bo is not, like, preoccupied with this as much and as Bella not was. pressing it like yeah. Bella was. She, he's kind of like, this is weird stuff happening to me. Okay, back to school. Meanwhile, Bella is like, I have so many theories about what happened that day. And I think that might start happening now. Because yeah. this this um, chunk we read ends with, and that was the first night I dreamed about we, Edith. Yeah. Also, I mean, it's probably going to be mostly the same except at, like, the final few chapters. Because this is a standalone book. Mm-hmm. This just ends. We do know, spoiler alert, I think we know that I think Bo so. gets turned into a vampire at the end. So also she's writing with an end goal soon. Yeah. Meanwhile, writing the first book, she was just kind of <laughs> writing whatever came into her head. It's shorter. It's a shorter book. It's about half, two-thirds the length of Twilight. Oh, uh, I think it's about the same length. No way. Twilight is thick as fuck. This is three. This is 380 pages. Yeah, but I think Twilight is like 500 pages. I don't think that's true. Pull it out from under your bed. Ugh, gotta pause, everybody. I'll keep talking. The thing about Edith is she is 100% hotter than Edward. I hate to say it. Uh, you know, I'm... Uh, Uh, you know, not a stan by any means, but she's got reddish copper hair. She doesn't do that side smirk. She just smiles and has dimples. Wow. Bo says he looks really, really close at her face to try and find pores and pimples, and he found nothing. That's just a fun fact. Chris is flipping to the end. He knows right now he's holding the book and he thinks... Well, it starts with New Moon. We'd have to look up, hey, I'm going to have to say, we're going to have to look up a word count, because this one is 500 pages, but it's, it's laid out differently. Small. Yeah, I agree. It's The the font in the new one is for adults. <laughs> the font in the original word Twilight is for young readers. Twilight. <laughs> okay, we're back to our there roots. There are 587,000 words. Back to our math podcast. Okay, okay. Now what do we got for the Sorry, new there are 118,975 words. Okay. Are you looking up life and death or am I going to do that too? Can you do that one? Life and death word count. Whoops, forgot the O. <laughs> it is... 200... 51,720 words. Longer. I knew it. How can that be true? She must, she just adds stuff at the end, I guess. This says it's 400 pages. Yeah, that's, that's about right. I don't think that's right. Yeah. I'm pissed. I don't think it's right. Oh, it's, oh yeah, it's 390. Twilight. 390. This is so funny. Yeah, fine. Fine. Midnight Sun, also about two, 200, 240,000 words. She went wild. See, that's why they had to make the text smaller to fit more in. I can't believe we have to do this stupid podcast, and it's going to be <laughs> longer than the original, the first season. What well, a- no, it's probably the same amount of chapters. But, no, because it probably goes on longer yeah, if it turns into or, a vampire. Yeah, see what I mean? Wow. Wow. So, yeah, overall, um, 
I just like I'm not as weirded out by the vampire in this one like I was with Edward. Maybe it's because I like knew going in what Edward is going to do and stuff. But I, I know what Edith is going to do. Things we love. Seeing Edith save Bo from the car. That's good. Very fun. I'm excited to see boy Alice. Alice. Because I just think Alice exists on a different spectrum than the rest of the characters anyway. <laughs> She's in her own league of good characters. Um, girl Jacob is gonna be hot. Oh yeah. Oh, I hope she still works on cars and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uka Buka, my eyes are rolling out, my tongue coming out <laughs> my mouth, like a little staircase. Um, other things I expect, um, making out more sooner. Oh, I think he's gonna wanna maybe he's gonna be too nervous too. In a way that Bella wants to kiss, but he's going to be too nervous to kiss. How much do we bet that um, Stephanie is going to make um, Bo the, still the one, make the boy in the couple still the one that doesn't want to have sex? I think I think that's going to be still because I think she's afraid to write um, male desire. Yeah, and also, <laughs> yeah. But isn't that, doesn't that prove the opposite of her point? Which is that it doesn't change because a girl in Edward's same position would have the same thoughts about ruining human life and bow. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see how the, how the, see if her theorem holds water later. It's also insane to think that they're going to be basically married at the end of this. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to be set up together for a light, an eternity of love. By the end of this book, you know, so in the and like they are in Twilight, but then we spend three more books talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty crazy that at the end of this, it's eternity, babies. We're in it. There's no getting out of it. In the original Twilight, I often would say that Edward's 100 years old and Bella's 17. Yeah, but they also kind of felt like they're at a similar age. In this one, Bo, as we said earlier, seems much younger. He seems like an actual teen, whereas Edith seems like an immortal adult. So that also has kind of creeped me out a little bit. I'm going to say, like I said at the beginning, it's not really like they're 100 because they're stuck as teens. I don't know why you're so you're such a defender of these 100-year-old baby fuckers. <laughs> I'm not. You are, every time I bring this up, you defend no, them. You defend say, them. Like gaslighting is a necessity for being a vampire, so is I love being this a SAT vampire. question. <laughs> as gaslighting to be a vampire is well, we have a lot more to read. A lot more to... Should we make a Twilight RPG? Um, I'm sure plenty exist. But that are don't good. you think ours could be the best one? We can try. Wow. Yeah. We can use that one where you only use one die. Perfect. That's It'll be easy to the make. The pointiest one for fangs. D4. Absolutely not. <laughs> not enough variable. Plug out. You should get in. To our next part where we had to talk about what we can't stop thinking about. I forgot we did that on this podcast. Yeah, and I already blew my load with Monty Python shirts. That's pretty funny. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay. Chris. Yes. Chris. Yes. Chris. Uh Uh-huh. I unfortunately have nothing to say. Wow. Here are things things that I noted in my my copy of of A Life and Death. We can't call it Twilight. We just have to call it Life and Death, I guess. I listen. I'm just like so enamored. That's oh well. It is um as it's surprising enthralling. and enthralling. Yeah, that enthralling. yeah. Here's things that I noted okay. reading this book. Bo is bored of the library because he says, "I didn't even bother to get a card. There wasn't anything interesting I hadn't already read." Oh, that's a good one. He's read every book. Every book. Bo has read library. all books. 
which is pretty good. I'm glad to see that he still makes marinade covered steak again. That was really fun for me. Um, I kind of felt bad for Michaela because he kept saying that she was a particular target for snowballs. It's one thing when boys get targeted for snowball fights. I'm not going to say we should protect all girls, but it's kind of sadder. if it. I like that he was just as clumsy. He kept tripping. Um, I also uh, kept reading the word doodle. He kept doodling in his notebook repeatedly. I kept reading it as drooling. (gasps) (laughs) I was like, weird. Weird trait. He drools. Um, this might have happened in original Twilight, and I forgot, but when they're in science class, him and, and Edith, the vampire, he says, when she touched me, it stung my hand like a low-voltage yeah, electric shock. that was weird, right? She has electricity powers? Very weird. What? I couldn't stop thinking about that after I read it. Um, I can... Yeah. I couldn't stop thinking about... I remembered one. Okay. Um, how Edith, instead of Edward, says ladies first and steals the microscope. That was fun. Hot. Cute. Um, I can't stop thinking about even gender-swapped bio teacher is still an ass. Yeah. She walked over and she's like, huh, you guys figured out how to identify the stages of the cells mitosis, huh? Are you cheating? <laughs> and I'm like, no, Meanwhile, they paid attention. Everyone else in the class is cheating. Both, like, everyone has their books out. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, they're you know, following along the lecture that you taught them. What are you talking about, lady? Also, it's easy. Yeah. You just look at it if there's two of them or, you know, one of them. You just, stuff. like, yeah, look at it and it looks like the textbook. Um, Michaela, after that class, was walking with um, Bo and mm-hmm. she was like, that was awful. They all looked exactly the same, but you had a good time with Edith, didn't you? And Bo says, quote, yeah, she seemed to know her way around the onion route. <laughs> Sorry. She knows her way around an onion root. And that she does. And that is hot. How about the explicit call out of the hair trying to hypnotize him? And it's yeah. not working. That's yeah. new. That was new. Because we talked a lot early in the podcast about how they were basically glamoring people. Do we think the waitress is going to be gender swapped? I hope so. I hope not. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I see. Yes. No, I hope not. Anyway. Uh, yeah. He says she stared at me and something strange happened. It was like the gold in her eyes turned up, like her eyes were drugging me, hypnotizing me. It was devastating in a weird, exciting way. Hot. Hot and... New. Explicit. Explicit. I also just want to say, uh, do we think... Before we get to this chapter, I think we need to talk about whether or not we think that the restaurant will be called Le Beau Italien. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, slash wow. or Beau will get mushroom ravioli. That's so... Or are you going to make it like a new cuisine to make it work better? Le beau a la mode. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember how Belle Italian is a real place? Yeah, and Le beau Italian isn't, but... It could be in our theme park. It could be. Other things I can't stop thinking about real fast. Yeah. After the car crash in the parking lot, it took apparently six EMTs and two teachers to help yeah, they moved six the, EMTs they lifted the car, and also later he goes. Naturally, the ambulance got a police escort to the hospital. No, because Charlie was there. Yeah, but like it said in a way as if like every time a, ambulances always have a police escort. No, they, no, no, I think they are like, their naturally, own. Naturally, they got the police escort. I think it was Charlie was already at the school. I was thinking it was like a little eye roll, like oh, of course they would do this. No, I think it's like naturally Charlie escorted the stupid ambulance as if they couldn't do it on their own. Well. She needed to write that one better, is all I have to say. I disagree. Well, I'm smarter. 
Um, and then later, other things I can't stop thinking about. <laughs> he gets an X-ray of his head. Yes, <laughs> which I. Well, this thing. Which I thought that can't be safe, is it? Doctors, they, let me know. They emphasize so many times how hard this it, like cracked his head. head on the floor after a car was hit him. So I thought X-ray. You know they put that like um, lead vest on you when you're getting an X-ray. Turns out that's doing nothing if they're going to stick your head in the X-ray the whole time. Edith does the thing where she laughs a lot at things no one knows, like Edward does. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, spooky when she does it to me. Uh, like, what did she know? Um, at one point, he's talking to Dr. Cullen. And she's and he, this is what she, he has to say. The doctor's cool fingers probed lightly along my skull. She noticed when I winced. Tender? She asked. <laughs> Not really. I'd had worse. I heard a low laugh and looked over to see Edith smiling. This is what you say, but something about the low laugh in the corner makes Edith pretty gay. To me. That she's yeah, over there Edith like... Is so gay. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> Edith is way gayer than Edward ever was. Yeah, she is like commanding. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> this deep voice and like Edith, cool. Edith, him. You no, need him. You don't. You need Alice. From the other universe. From the other universe. If only. So yeah, those are the things that I um, noted. I I loved it. Thank you. This is our podcast, Life and Death. Season five of Edward is a Vampire. Should we rename it? Or keep it? Okay. We can't rebrand. Edward's still always a vampire in our hearts. Edward is, and we're about to do Midnight Sun, and that's where he is the vampiriest. He's the he's the vampiriad. Honey. Um, yo, you can follow us on Instagram. Yo, she says. <laughs> it's at Edward. It's a vampire pod. Have you seen a post from us in a while? No. To- we've been on vacation. We haven't, but we have been on Leave hiatus. us a review about how much you're excited to hear us talk about life and death on iTunes. This is like a whole new. This is like a whole, whole thing. Five stars only, please. Five unless you think only? we deserve fewer than five stars. And then don't review us at all. Then don't, but you're allowed to if you want. No, Chris, what are you I'm doing? just saying, I don't want to get... I'm sure there's a terms of surface thing. I am positive that we can say, leave us a five-star review. But I said leave only. Chris, stop. Leave us stop. leave us one stars and say, I'm only... No! Leave us a one star and say, I'm only leaving a one star because don't. I love them so much. Don't. I'd rather get any engagement, right? Oof. Leave us an engaging, enthralling, and captivating email on our email. Cool. <laughs> Edward is a vampire pod at gmail.com. Anyway, uh, I hope you listen. We're glad to be back. We're Happy excited. spring. Enjoy Happy the sun spring. like Bella and Bo. Thanks for sticking with us through a hiatus. It turns out when you read, what was that? Half a million Twilight words. Half a million of Stephanie Meyer's words. You do just need a month off. 3,000 pages of nonsense. Bursts your brain. You just say, let's take a minute. Let's take a month off. All right. But we're excited. Two more books. And then it's time to, I guess, start. Then we're free. Another pod. I don't know what it is, but... It'll be crazy. Cuckoo. Bye. All right, see you next week. Bad cat! Bad cat! Bad cat!